You're listening to a podcast from 702. We have a chef in studio. Yo, guys, what I love about Fridays, people make such good food for us. They really, really spoil myself and the team. Chef Naledia, well sought after chef and food brand ambassador who cooks with her children, is here in studio with us to talk about some of the things that kids can make for their mothers on Mother's Day. Chef Naledi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Excited about it because this is my forte. Anything that's got to do with mothers and children, yes. I love and enjoy. So here's my question now. You know, is the expectation, and you being a mother, um, is the expectation that the kids need to be pushed by dad or somebody else to say, you need to do something for your mom? Because at a certain age, they're not going to do anything. Somebody has to help them draw their card and blah, blah, blah. Look, it also depends on their upbringing. If at a very young age, let's say at two, three years, they all celebrated or their dad put in or at least encouraged them to celebrate Mother's Day, um, I'm pretty sure it's a habit that will then be instilled in them, you know. So pushing them doesn't really matter. You know, mm. for me, it's it's an everyday thing. You know, mm. you don't have to wait for Mother's Day to celebrate your mother, whether it's just cooking breakfast in bed for them on a random day, you know, make it an everyday thing. But obviously, Mother's Day is is something very, very special. I think about my poor mother and the fact that she may have had to eat burnt toast and eggs with too much salt at some point. Listen, you know, we've all experienced <laughs> that. <laughs> we've all experienced that. And we just smile. Yes, because it's the thought that it's counts. It's the thought that counts. Yes. Even if you need to eat something else later. So, in terms of your journey with food, when did you first fall in love with food and cooking? Um, look, I was brought around cooks. I'm from a family of cooks, although they didn't they didn't take it professionally. Yes. Um, but my grandmother, for one, was a really, really great cook, and she always encouraged us to cook. Whether you liked it or not, you will cook. So it's, it's something that I grew up with, but only took it professionally in, in around 2015, mm. and then went to school in 2016. Oh, wow. And what, I mean, obviously... Many people know about the challenges in the food industry and how difficult it is to make it. So other than knowing you love to cook, did you have an idea in your mind of what it was you wanted to do career-wise? Definitely, definitely. When I went in, I knew I didn't want to work for a restaurant. I didn't want to work for a hotel. But I would rather want, wanted to go into the educational side of things. Mm. Um, because we all have this idea that once you're a chef, you have to be employed by some establishment instead mm. of running your own business. You know, even a catering business, rather um, empower yourself and go for that, you know, so that you can empower yourself and serve better. When you know better, you do better. So for me, even going in, I just knew that I want to go into the educational side of things. I was offered a job where I did the training. Mm. Um, I think my, my supervisor was like, but Nalid, you're not going to make it out there on your own. I'm like, watch me. Just mm. watch me. <laughs> mm, mm. And I mean, it, it is tough, but I love your attitude of already having known from the start that you want to do something for yourself. So in terms of you cooking with your children, um, how did that get introduced and at what age? And I ask this specifically because while we know the kitchen is probably the biggest hazard of dangers to children, right? From the heat um, and knives. from f- knives, 
all of those things. But what I've noticed on social media is that there are many parents who are encouraging their kids. And I'm talking two-year-olds that have knife skills. They know how to, you know, just make themselves a sandwich uh, for for lunch. And some of us might be like, okay, two's a little young. Until, you know, we drove out to Fosloris the one time to meet with a chef who had opened a burger joint. And he showed us a video of his two-year-old making his own egg where they put the chair out. He knows how to climb up. Mom helps him break the egg, but he knows to put butter. He Like he just knows what to do. Yeah. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> so when did you introduce your little ones? And now that you've reached the point you have, when do you wish you had introduced them to cooking? Um, I actually only introduced them at around four, five, somewhere mm-hmm. there. Um, and it wasn't like literally standing on the stove and cooking. For me, it was chopping things up for them and then them mixing, you know. Mm. Um, my daughter loves baking. Mm. So for me, it was okay, let me measure things out for you. Then you will mix, you know, just like that. But I wish I would have introduced them a bit earlier. But, you know, with my, I have a niece, she's two years old. So mm. what I do, um, I would like when we do pizza, I would just spread out the toppings and then she would just put on the toppings on the pizza when we make it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you start, basically. So and start involving them in very, very, the simple yeah. processes. In the simple processes. Yeah. Even when it comes to cooking, start with the oven instead of the stovetop. So let them spice up some chicken, mm. and then you just literally pop it in the oven. And mm. they feel like, wow, I've achieved this. I actually cooked a whole chicken. Yes. You know? So it's very nice when you see them smiling at the end of the day, you know, after the cooking process, you're sitting at the table. That's if you sit with them at yes. the table which is another thing that we we should introduce yes um because those are habits that you instill from a very young age even the choice of food or ingredients mm. that you use at home it's very 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 important you know you're actually reminding me that at some point when i was younger um i'd be allowed in the kitchen with my granny or my mom when they were baking right and then the favorite part was when you get to lick the dough yes. Ooh, after the ah! <laughs> I just remember and I thought to myself, if you had too much dough, your tummy would be sore and then you get introduced to American cuisine yeah. where cookie dough is an actual is it, thing. Yeah. Like how insane. Okay, so if you are saying that, you know, to the parents that are listening, yeah. that they can introduce as long as their little one can take basic instruct but even yeah. then, because I'm thinking about the fact that I I grew up in a home when we speak about food and and nutrition. I grew up in a home where we were fed when we were small Yes. until I got told by a specialist, listen, your child can stop feeding your child. Like he actually can feed. Have you tried? Yeah. So like, okay, you put him in his high chair Mm. and from about 10 months, he started feeding himself. Obviously, if there's like purees or mashes, you got to feed him with a spoon. But as long as the food is there, he can touch it and and all of those things. It's very important because you you help them use all their five senses, you know, from Mm. touch, from smell, from taste, which is something that I always encourage. Um, With my little ones, I started parboiling like your carrots yes. and I would put them on the floor no high chair at that time so I would put them on the floor and they would eat from the from their plates there it will be a mess and it's okay but at the end of the day you are actually encouraging and building your children you know yes. um, which is something that's very very important and I think definitely um, you know you touching on the part about eating at the table um, making that part of like a routine and a ritual why is that so important 
Um, that's where you actually also get to spend time with your children. Mm. I mean, we, we live busy, busy, busy lives. Um, at the end of the day, you're tired. But having to sit down with them at the table and just catch up there. Um, how was your day? You know, meal times are bonding times. Mm. But traditionally, I mean, in our families, that didn't happen. So for me, it was like, okay, I need to include this, you know, in my own family, in my own unit. Breakfasts are impossible because everybody leaves at different times. Yeah. But dinners, at least you can sit down and eat together, have a meal, talk about how your day was, um, how you can do better if your day was bad, you know, just so that they can start being open with you as well. Yes, yes. All right. So now let's get to Mother's Day coming up and some of the things that kids can prepare. Usually the meal that people prepare on Mother's Day is breakfast. Mm. And there's something I love about that because you don't think of when we think special occasions it's dinners or maybe it's like a special lunch but it's not often that breakfast is the special meal of Mm. the day and I kind of love that about Mother's Day Definitely. There's so many different meals that you can prepare. I mean, um, for me, I don't even remember the last time I stood in the kitchen to do anything for Mother's Day uh, because my kids have been cooking for quite some time now. So they would usually prepare your flapjacks or your waffles, which is what they prepared today, or auntie helped them because they were in school. I had to fish them from school. Um, And my daughter was like, at least you know my recipe. (laughs) (laughs) So it's usually your flapjacks. Um, She loves granola as well, so she Mm. Would put granola. My son loves yogurt, so they would do like a granola and yogurt jar in a glass. Um, you can add croissants, and for it to be easier, have them do your boiled eggs instead of scrambling eggs. You know, mm. it depends on the age. If they're older, of course, they can do the scrambled eggs or the fried eggs. Um, what else can they do? Definitely have fruits in there. That is yeah. very, very, very important. Um, for those who take juice, add on juice as your as your. Um, thirst quencher at the end of the day so yeah bacon sausages easy things for mm, them yeah. mm. and then in terms of um just the menu selections mm. that you have obviously you have a major influence on the choices they're going to have of things to prepare mm. but do they ever surprise you with the things that they've prepared yes they google a lot <laughs> Which is good. We listen, They really we learn Google, from Google a lot. I'm yes. like, now where did you get that recipe? Yes. Mommy, there's something called Google. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they, they really do. Um, even like with egg muffins, I taught them one way of making the egg muffins, but now they just throw in whatever they want oh, to throw in. I love and, egg know, muffins. They're yes. so easy. So, yep. Easy to make. Put in nutritious um, ingredients in there, whatever vegetables that you can put in there. Add them, you're good to go. Yes, yes. So when we talk about um, the age group, right, mm-hmm. what would you advise? I mean, obviously, every parent knows that their child and they will know what their child is capable of doing. Let's say we've got a single mom that is listening mm-hmm. and, you know, she's got a small child who's maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. And she's like, actually, I also want a Mother's Day breakfast Maybe I must do something with my little one. What are some of the easy, easy things that they can do? And it can still be, well done, you made mommy breakfast for Mother's Day. And it can be something that they do together. Yeah. 
one example of what we just gave yes. egg muffins because children just generally start from baking as i think it's just a default they love baking because maybe it's sweet i don't yes. know because of that um so egg muffins you can break those eggs for your child she can he or she can whisk them they can add on whatever they add on so your cheese your peppers whatever you want to add into that so um your egg muffins great start um what else your even your normal muffins that's quite easy to make google is the answer guys google is the answer but in addition to that um you you still have your fruits which um you cut up for your child and they can make a fruit salad mm. um be creative with a fruit platter that will also encourage knowing colors so you can say nana put a yellow fruit on there mm. put a red fruit on there put a pink fruit on whatever color it mm. is a green fruit so it's very very um easy to put all that together you know to uh, because you're also bonding in the kitchen yes yeah. yes what are your thoughts then um about certain proteins that maybe aren't that simple to do like let's say fish for mm. example i mean i don't know if in your home fish is one of the earlier proteins that you select for for prep yes no definitely actually my mom was surprised that my kids even eat prawns and sushi she's like when I, when did you t- start eating those things because yes. you grew up not eating those um for example, your hake is quite easy mm. um, to to make. You can you can help you can help them by steaming it, or you can just pan fry it, or literally just pop it into the oven. Like I said, intro- introducing them to cooking start with the oven. And I, I and I like that because they also get the opportunity to watch the process. Um, because if let's say you just help them assemble and you finish off they don't really mm. get that easy front row seat to see what's happening yes. um unless they're on like a stool or something mm. but with the oven because it's low yes. they can actually watch this thing that is happening mm. what are the more sophisticated things that you think people can explore um maybe your your what which one Things like your hollandaise sauce, if you're going to Ooh. do an eggs benedict, mm. you know, um, for the children, it may be a bit more sophisticated with poaching eggs. Um, that's a bit difficult for a lot of people. Um, and then making the hollandaise sauce, um, that's quite difficult for them as well. What else is there? I think that's the most difficult I can think of for children. <laughs> do you believe in shortcuts in the sense that um, we now are so fortunate enough to have your muffin mix, for example, that is already done, or your cup, you can even get the fed cook pre-mix. Are you a fan of that? And do you think that maybe if you rely on them while teaching your kids to cook, that they will never know how to do it from scratch, if they even should ever know how mm. to do it from scratch? Look, I, I, I'm a big fan of going the easy route, but once you know your basics. So when you introduce, don't introduce with your premixes. They should be able to start with your measurements, knowing what is right, the right temperatures, and all that. So introduce the premixes, ready-mades at a much later stage than when they're starting out with the cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, we have received uh, some voice notes. Here's the first one. Good afternoon, you guys. I'm sitting here and listening to you speaking about Mother's Day. Um, and I'm sitting and smiling and thinking, Ooh, Sunday, I'm getting cold toast. 
and lukewarm tea uh, then i'm going to have to just smile and eat down shame my poor daughter but at least it's the thought that counts is it the thought that counts <laughs> it is it is it is i mean i've had burnt toast quite a number of times before yes um and i was like girl you did it or boy you did it yes. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I mean, obviously, if we want to, to do the, the absolute basics and the absolute bare minimum, you also have the option of being able to not even, um, cook something. You could go the basic, like overnight oats, for example. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Overnight oats is an easy one. And if you want to put together something, I mean, nowadays we have ready-made waffles, ready-made flapjacks, and then they can make something to top those up as well. So make it easy for them. Don't make it a daunting task because otherwise they're not going to enjoy Mother's Day in the future. I got you completely. Another voice note. Hi, Rile Bokhile. It's Tula here from Johannesburg. It's my mom, Annie Eckhart's 70th birthday tomorrow on the 7th of May, and it's Mother's Day on Sunday, so I'm going to be celebrating my mom all weekend long. I want to send a big shout out to her. Happy birthday, mom. Happy Mother's Day. Love you lots. And to all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day too. Bye. Oh, thank you so, so much. And happy birthday to mom. Like 70 is quite uh, the milestone, and I'm sure she is living a fabulous life. Here is another WhatsApp. Uh, how are you? Hope you well. Uh, yeah, she's Mother's Day. Uh, I would like to wish every mother out there a very special one. It's a very nice day. And uh, yes, we know her. We need to celebrate them every day. But then, yeah, to the mothers, big up. Sadly for me, it will be uh, the first time in my life he celebrated the Mother's Day without my mom. I just lost her, 22nd of March. But yeah, I'm very thankful to all the years that I've had with her. And yeah, very grateful for what she taught me. And uh, yeah, she was, will, and always be the greatest mom that I've ever had. Oh, so, so sorry for your loss. And it's, it will probably be a tough one. All the firsts after losing a loved one are, are always extremely difficult. But shout out to your heavenly mother. Good afternoon, you guys. I'm sitting here and listening to you speaking about Mother's Day. Um, okay, that one we already played. Thank you so much for those voice notes. Shifna Lady, final thoughts um, that, you know, listeners can take away in preparation just with regards to food and their kids and cooking and maybe even something to do with preparing the Mother's Day breakfast. Can I ask them to say something? Yes, on that they one? may. Come they may. There. You've got a couple of seconds. Come, <laughs> Come through, <rush>. guys. <laughs> What do you want to say about my, what to prepare on Mother's Day? Uh, not burnt toast, I guess. Not burnt toast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what else? I'd say something simple but easy the kids can do together. Because um, I think it was my very first dish. I, instead of doing simple dishes, was okay more of a sweet addict. Yes. Not really, but something similar and my very first dish was um flapjacks so i recommend moms can try that with their kids maybe teach them how to do proper toast <laughs> um yeah 
And you uh, didn't tell us your name. You just just uh, introduce yourself, girl. Uh, okay. Come closer to the How mic. Much, much closer. Yes. Okay, my name is Aranaya Tona, and I'm Chef Naledi's daughter. Ooh. Also, do you also want to be a chef? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but you love cooking for now, for yeah. fun. Okay, okay. Uh, hi, my name is Yadla. I am 11, turning 12. Mm. And I like soccer. I play for Centurion Blues. I actually play for the league, the Super, oh. the super League. I, I eat very healthy. Mm. I make sure I eat limited sweets. Unlike your sister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to be a chef one day? No, I want to become a professional soccer player. So what are your cooking tips for the parents and the kids? My cooking tips is to keep things simple. Mm, yes, thank you so much, Yaka and Aranyaya, and as well as Chef Naledi for joining us in studio.